Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Freelance Friday podcast and welcome back to another Coffee Break episode. I love these episodes because I just ramble on about a topic that usually you guys request from me. So today's topic is all about being an introverted entrepreneur. So I think it's a pretty common misconception that introverts are like really shy wallflowers who can't do anything for themselves and we don't take initiative and there's so many stereotypes I've heard about introverts and I've even heard a lot of you know self-help gurus and social media and entrepreneurial gurus kind of talk down on introverts. I've actually stopped following people because of that and so I'm here to set the record straight and talk about my strengths, my weaknesses and hopefully help some of you guys discover some of yours. I did do a video not too long ago that really goes in depth about my personality type, which is INFJ. I go into every letter. I spend like 30 minutes talking about it. So if you'd like to listen or watch that, I'll be sure to link that in the show notes. But for now, introverts, extroverts, anyone in between, you are more than welcome to listen to this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Freelance Friday podcast. My name is Latasha James, and I'm your host. This podcast is a deep dive into the challenging, exciting, and oh-so-rewarding world of freelancing. From tips and advice to interviews with the people who are doing it right, this show is for anyone looking to get their hands a little bit dirty and make monetizing their passion a reality. Let's get started. All right, all right. So first things first, you might be wondering how is a personality type even related to business and what is a personality type actually? So there is some debate around the world about whether or not personality types or personality type indicators are really scientific or real. And, you know, we could debate about that all day, but I find them interesting to learn about just because you're learning about yourself. And I think knowing yourself is really important to being successful in business, knowing your strengths, knowing your weaknesses. I talk about that in uh, pretty much all of these episodes there. I'm not the perfect entrepreneur. I'm not the perfect freelancer. And you know what? Very few people are. So there's usually always somewhere that you can improve. And I think that personality type indicators help you play to your strengths and learn about your weaknesses. So there are a few different places that you can take them. So you can go to, this is not sponsored at all, but you can go to 16personalities.com. I believe it is. It'll be linked to the show notes. And that is where I usually take my personality tests and learn a little bit more about my personality type. So just that little disclaimer to start. So I am an INFJ. I'm not going to go in detail. Like I said in the intro, I did do a video where I talked for like 30 minutes about this. So you can watch or listen to that if you're interested. But high level INFJ is introverted, intuitive, feeling, and judging. So how does that correspond to me being a freelancer and all of that. Like I said, I feel like there's a very common misconception that introverts are very like passive people and that we are just, I don't know, we don't take an initiative. We're not outgoing. Uh, and when you think about an entrepreneur, and at least in the traditional sense, or a business person, a successful business person, you usually think of someone who can talk to people really well and who is super, super confident. And it's just not like an introverted wallflower type feeling. At least that's not what I feel. But I think that Due to a lot of things, and obviously I think the internet for sure, 
because of those things, I think that these platforms have really allowed introverts to find their voice and to really shine. So I consider myself very introverted. I am very content with being by myself. I thrive by my own personal energy. Being in social situations, it's not that I can't do it, but it's not my favorite thing. If you were to ask me what I would prefer to do with my Saturday, it would be sitting at home, like recording a podcast or reading a book or whatever, versus going out with friends, even friends that I love very dearly. I've never been very close with other people. Like I don't text people all day or call people all day. Like I just am not that kind of person. So I consider myself highly introverted. Now, with that said, one of my favorite things about myself is that I really like to surprise people. So a lot of people know that about me. They know that I'm an introvert. They can tell that I'm not super social. I'm not very, I don't know, social, I guess is a good word for it, that I like to be by myself. But they find my YouTube channel or my website or my podcast and they're like, if I were to see you on the internet, I would think you are completely different. And I love that about myself because I think that I'm sort of able to be a little bit of a chameleon. And not just that, I think that I'm able to really prove people wrong and surprise people. And I think that that can be such a superpower is just wowing people, uh, clients, bosses, whoever it is, they usually think, oh my gosh, there's no way she can do this presentation. There's no way she can sit on this panel. There's no way she can be on video. And I do it. And they're like, what in the world? Where did that come from? Is this Juliana Rancic? Who is this? I'm joking. I'm not that good on video. But a lot of people are really surprised when they see me on one of these platforms and they're like, oh my goodness. So with that said, one of my weaknesses is winning them over to begin with. So I cannot count the times, the number of times that I have lost out on a client, lost out on a job, lost out on, you know, a project that I wanted to work on at work because it was just assumed that I couldn't do it um, because of, you know, being introverted, being quiet, whatever. I don't think that's really fair. I think that people can sort of play different roles, if you will, but it is what it is. So when it comes to my business, I definitely play to my strengths. So as you guys can see, most of you probably found me via the internet. You guys probably didn't find me from a women's professional group because I don't go to them. I have tried them many times. I've tried to go to networking events. And you know what? Nine times out of 10, I don't enjoy them and I don't feel like I get the value out of them. Now, I do really like to do public speaking. So you may have found me from a panel or a talk that I did. I do like doing those. But here's the reason why I think as an introvert, I like doing panels and public speaking and video versus doing like a networking group where you're sitting around a table talking with 10 different entrepreneurs. Number one, when I'm public speaking or when I'm on video, you're kind of forced to listen to me. And I know that sounds really selfish, but as introverts, I feel like a lot of times we feel that people aren't listening to us. And this is absolutely true. Oh my goodness. People always complain that I don't talk, but then when I do, they talk over me or they finish my sentences for me. And I just find that extremely rude and just really disheartening, to be honest. So a lot of times I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to waste my breath or waste my energy. But when you're in a video environment or public speaking or podcasting, for example, I don't know that people are trying to cut me off. I don't know that people are rolling their eyes when they're when I'm talking or whatever the heck they're doing. It is very much like I sort of have control over the conversation. Same thing for public speaking and all of that. 
in networking groups, I don't feel like I thrive very much because again, I feel like it's very competitive. You're all sitting around one table and you're talking about one topic and it's about who's the loudest voice in the room and who has the biggest physical presence, um, who, ca- who captivates the audience the best. And, you know, sometimes that's just not me. I'm, I'm just, I, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit more quiet. I don't have as big of a presence. And so usually I end up being the person who talks the less and the least and People are like, wow, she was boring. So I really don't thrive in those situations. Now, that's not to say that I don't push myself to do them or that, you know, I won't ever go to one again, but I'm very selective. And I feel like when I go to those things, I am better off if I know at least one other person. So I have a few other friends who own businesses or are bloggers or whatever, and I'll go to things with them because I feel like we can play off each other a little bit better and we can sort of help each other out. But when it's just me to fend for myself, it makes things really difficult. Another thing that I am definitely weak at is just talking to people in general. This sounds so bad because it's so important to being a business person, but small talk really makes me uncomfortable. I don't know how to do it. One of the best tips I have for introverts and people who are similar is just come up with like a list of five different things that are almost always applicable. So for me, that's usually the weather. Um, what someone's wearing, I can usually compliment a color or, you know, a style that someone's wearing. I could talk about the weather for good or for bad. Um, you know, what did you do today? That's a really random question. One of my ex-boyfriends actually said this one time. We were like met up with some of his friends and he asked them, what are you doing? What did you do today? And I was like, that is a brilliant question. And he's just like, what are you talking about? That's just like what I ask people. But it's a really good question because it opens up the conversation. It's an open-ended conversation. So the other person is going to ramble on probably about what they did all day. And it's a nice, you know, way to sort of show that you care about them. Um, So come up with a list of, you know, three to five questions or topic starters that you can just always have for clients. And I try to make sure to do this when I open up a client call. I used to be really, really bad about getting on a client call and being like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, I'm great. Awesome. Okay, so last week, our social media, blah, blah, blah. And like, there's no sort of buffer. And it can come off as really cold and really... Like, I don't know. I don't know that I would want to do business with somebody who opened up conversations like that, you know? So I try to really force myself to be like, hi, how's it going? How's the weather where you are? Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you do anything fun this weekend? Did you do anything fun today? Okay, cool. Let's get into your social media plan. Like you try to, you know, humanize yourself. People buy from humans. They don't buy from brands so much anymore. So make yourself human. Now, With that said, I still am not the most amazing at putting myself out there, at walking up to people just randomly, like, you know, walking up to business owners in their place of business and be like, hey, do you have a minute to talk about your social media or your website? Like, oh my goodness, I cannot do that. I really, I, you know, I've just come to the terms with the fact that I cannot do that. That's not something that I'm amazing at. And I think that's okay. I think a lot of understanding your personality type is about learning what you do well and what you don't do well. And the things that you don't do well You know, you can try to improve yourself, of course, but don't spend like a million years trying to become the most amazing one-on-one conversationalist because I just know that's just probably not something I'm great at. 
So what I do is I hire people or I work with people who are. Uh, actually, most of the people who are closest to me in my personal life and in my business life are actually the opposite of me. So, you know, a lot of people who watch my videos know my partner, Norris, who is a complete extrovert. We're very opposite and we really work well together. I have pretty much all my friends who are in a similar industry are also very extroverted. They're very open and very comfortable talking to other people. And I think that we work together so well because we bring out the best in each other and we allow each other to thrive. I think it can be hard when you hire somebody who's like I, the same exact personality as you because one, you're always going to have those weaknesses that neither of you are, are able to really master. And two, when it comes to divvying up the work and things like that, you guys are always going to be wanting to do the same things. Like, oh, I want to do the copywriting. I want to do the, you know, video, like whatever. And no one's ever going to want to actually go out and talk to potential clients. So it's important to have those people on your team and to recognize your weaknesses. Another thing that I don't do so well at is talking in like a big group of people. Now, I'm not talking about public speaking, but I'm saying like leading a meeting of 20 people or whatever, my whole entire team. It's just really exhausting. Again, I feel like people talk over me sometimes and I just like I just don't thrive and not only do I not thrive like I can definitely command the room and and all that stuff if I need to but it's just not fun for me I don't feel like I get anything out of it I feel like big meetings like that are kind of just put there for show a lot of times like just to have everybody in one place and again like somebody's always dominating their conversation somebody's always kind of being talked over and whatever and so I really like to have small team meetings either of like two to three people or just one-on-one one-on-one are amazing for me, uh, both as a leader and as somebody who is, you know, speaking with my leader, a leader. I think I just work better that way. I don't like the feeling of feeling ambushed and I don't want to feel make other people feel like that either by being like a two-on-one conversation. So I've just learned to schedule one-on-one meetings when I can and, you know, again, just play to your strengths. That's what it's all about. And really the last thing I want to talk about is just the whole listening and listening to yourself component too. I think that a lot of extroverts can have a really hard time. I think I've said this about 20 zillion times that I feel like I get talked over a lot. And I'm not saying every extrovert does that or anything like that, but that is definitely something that I think is a more extroverted tendency is to sort of dominate conversations. And a lot of people look at that as a strength. And you know what? I honestly don't. I I don't think that's a powerful thing. I think that's just almost like an abuse of power, to be completely honest. One thing that I love about being an introvert is that I'm a great, 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 great listener. And especially when you're doing client-focused work, it's an amazing skill. Again, have a list. So for example, for social media or for web, web design or any service I'm offering, have a list of like 10 questions or however many questions you need to know before you can get started on a project with somebody and just listen really well, take notes, record the conversation if you need to, whatever you need to do. And listening goes so far. I've had so many friends and and colleagues and things like that who are like, I did exactly what, you know, I thought I was supposed to do and they hated it. And I'm like, well, did you ask them what they want? Did you set the expectations? Did you truly listen or did you just listen to what you wanted to hear? So that's such an important thing for all of us to learn is to how to, you know, learn how to be a listener. And again, it helps with building relationships too. People like to talk about themselves. People like to feel like they're the center of attention. People like to feel like they're awesome and cool. And so being a good listener and being an active listener kind of, you know, boosts people's ego a little bit and, and, and earns you some some brownie points, if you will, as opposed to being somebody who's like really combative and really, you know, 
domineering. That's not, again, somebody that I personally would want to do business with. And also just listening to yourself. This kind of goes into the second letter of my personality type, which is intuitive. But I feel like a lot of introverts do tend to be pretty intuitive and listen to themselves a little bit more. We're very in tune with our personalities, with ourselves, with our, you know, exactly who we are. And I think because of that, we tend to make decisions for our business that might not be the most logical decision, but just make the most sense to our soul, if you will. And I think that this is something that, you know, a lot of people have to sort of train themselves to be able to do. And I think for me and for a lot of introverts, it just comes pretty naturally. So I know this can be kind of a heated topic at times, but I would love to hear what you guys think. Make sure to tweet me, use the hashtag Freelance Friday podcast, or go over to the website FreelanceFridayPodcast.com for all the social handles and all of that stuff. Love to know what you guys think. Are you an introvert? Are you an extrovert? Do you agree, disagree with anything I said? I am all about that healthy discussion and learning from each other, so be sure to let me know. And you can also leave a rating and review for the podcast. It means the world to me and helps other people discover the podcast so we can get more people involved in the conversation and learn from them too. So I hope you guys enjoyed this coffee break episode and I will see you on Friday for a new full length episode. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to you then. That's it for this coffee break episode of the Freelance Friday podcast. New full-length episodes air on Fridays, but if you're hungry for more now, make sure to check out the resources page of ajourneyeast.com. Just for listeners of the show, I'm offering 20% off my one-on-one consulting calls, which are hour-long sessions to talk about whatever it is that you need help with. Use the code FREEFRYPOD, all one word, to redeem at ajourneyeast.com slash resources. A direct link will be listed in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening and for all of your support. I'll talk to you soon.